She's doing good. Doing good. Amen. <clears throat> Today, um, we're still holding off the uh, four resurrections. That's coming one day. Coming one day, not this, not this week. We have got a little different topic today. We're following up. Last week, I talked with y'all about dealing with anger. And y'all have to deal with anger? You have to deal with anger? Yeah. We, we, yeah. Everybody does at some point or, or other. And you can always hear any of our services. You, go, you can download the app and you can listen to them uh, online if you want to catch up and keep up what's going on. Today, I'm going in sort of the same direction Sort of, and I think it'll make sense. And then I was coming, when I was coming down here today, this morning, y'all on that real steep hill where they have the, uh, where your ears pop going north? You know what I'm talking about? I, that's a, that's a, I like that. Something that happens a lot. I mean, the sun and everything coming up, and it's pretty cool right there. And so coming there today, I've got, now I've got next week's title. It's going to be, you're going to like this one. You ready? The octopus of sin. That's pretty good, isn't it? I just made it up myself. <laughs> Don't you be laughing at me, Art. Anyway, that's pretty good. The octopus of sin. So I'd probably be here next week. I think you. I think you'll like it. I think so. But this was, This is going to be like leading into it. We went from anger to today, and then to the octopus of sin. The octopus of sin. All right, today, you know, what's on your mind? The, the topic, that, I mean, what's on your mind? Like last night, when you went to bed, what were you thinking about? Roddy, you want to stand up and share what you are thinking about last night? <laughs> no, I mean, did you have a thought? Or did you wake up several times during the night with thoughts? Were they good thoughts or bad thoughts? I don't generally wake up to good thoughts, except in the morning. Anyway, at nighttime, most of the time, it's a bad thought. Right? Anyway, you know, some people, like last week, the lady that she, uh, she said Israel was on her mind. She just couldn't get Israel off her mind. Remember that? If you were here? We had, and if you, if you watch the news, you got all kinds of thoughts. You got all kinds of thoughts going on. We did have some good news. I'm very happy Mike Johnson now is going to be the Speaker of the House. I'm very happy about that. Apparently, he is a true Christian. And so, I, I, a true one, not just one that says he is, you know, just, to, you know, and he's supposed to be a brilliant man. So, that's, that's, that's good. You know, sometimes, is pain ever on your mind? Pain. Sometimes, pain stays on your mind. <clears throat> Sometimes I can think back, and there's a girl a long time ago, she used to stick Kleenex in her nose and sit, sit back in there and look at me the whole service. <laughs> She's sitting down right now. Anyway, and so uh, does he know about that? Okay, all right, anyway, I got, the, I, got the, I got the picture. Anyway, sickness, your job, lots of things you think about is on your mind. All day long you're thinking about something. You can't really just go blank. That's why some of us sometimes have used illegal products because we wanted to erase our mind. You don't want to have any thoughts. What were you thinking? You can say it a couple different ways. I mean, I remember earlier, many times in my life, well, yeah, many times, well, yeah, not many times, but several times, somebody would say to me, what were you thinking? 
what were you thinking? I mean, that's like, what's wrong with you? What were you, what were you thinking? Why? Or you could say, today it's going to be different. It's going to be like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? What were you thinking? One of those is present. What's on your mind is now. What were you thinking is past. What's on your mind is right now. I'm not really worried about what's on your mind right now. Today we'll be talking about what were you, what were you, what have you been thinking? What were you thinking last night, this morning, last week? Is past performance a good indicator of future performance? Right, right. When you normally, you normally, I mean, it's a decent indicator. What's what's happening in the past is probably, you know, a good indicator of of, of what could happen in the future. Amen. I'm not going to say everything, all my thoughts. Okay, so y'all thank God I don't say all my thoughts. Amen. Do your past thoughts affect your demeanor? You know, what, you, what you're thinking on for like overnight or a couple last couple of days, you have something on your mind, it could be lots of different things. Does that affect your demeanor? It can, can it? It can affect how you act, whether you have joy, whether you're upset, whether you have sadness, lot, lots of things. Things in your job, it could affect your job performance, it could affect your family, it could affect your marriage, it could affect your children, it could affect your church. It could affect so many different things. <laughs> There's a place in my house I hit my head all the time. Why don't I just fix it? Because I'm not going to hit it again. Right? I, I've hit it. I, I, I ain't got to fix that. I, I won't do it again. But I hit it again. And I go, gosh, dog got hurt. Well, I ain't got time to fix it right now. Past performance is a pretty good indicator of, of what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I better leave that. <clears throat> I know for a fact if I have two cups of coffee and two hot dogs of onions with extra mustard and pinto beans... And then chocolate after that. I'm going to have heartburn. I mean, I, 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 can, I can write it down. You know, two coffees, two hot dogs, onions, extra mustard and chili, and then a bowl of beans with it. And then, then you get done, you got to have a little something to wash it down with so you get your Milky Way bar. I can guarantee I'm going to have heartburn. But why do I do it? Because I want to. I'm, I'm not going to have heartburn. That was the last four times. It was just something else that made me have heartburn. It really wasn't what I ate. I'm, you see my point? It, not, it really wasn't it because it, it tastes so good. I'm talking about not your current thoughts, but your past, your past thoughts. What you thought about last night, last week. Why do so many of, why, are most of your thoughts bad or good? Be 
being honest. See, you're afraid to you're in church. Most of my thoughts are bad, the ones that pop like that. Why is that? Why, why, why? I mean, I'm supposed to be like, everything's supposed to be hunky door, and I got the world by, I mean, why, why that? Because we have an enemy. We have a devil who's trying to get in and throw all he can. See, he can't make you do anything. Remember the thing along, remember Flip Wilson, the devil made me do it. Well, y'all know that's a lie. The devil can't make you do anything. He can put thoughts in your head and get you thinking things, and all of a sudden you're in a bad mood. And nobody's done a thing in the world to you. I'm in a bad mood because that thought, another thought, another thought, look over here, thought, here a thought, there a thought, everywhere a thought, thought. And all of a sudden, they're all, and they're, they're negative thoughts. Wait a minute, where'd that come from? Don't you know where they came from? God's not giving you those thoughts. <clears throat> what's the first play here? What's the, what's the first play the enemy's going to do? Where's his main play in your life? Huh? Well, go, go beyond that. I mean, you're right. You're right. That's 100% correct. What's the first thing he wants to destroy in your life? Relationship. Well, keep going. Huh? No. Yeah. With your marriage. If he can destroy your marriage, then he's got, man, that takes care of church, that takes care of family, everything. If he could get in your marriage and get you all jacked up, twisted around, then he's got it. He has split what God put together. You See, you were one at some point. If you were married at some point, you were one. And then he gets in and splits that up. Every, he'll try everything he can to split that up. And see, some of us are smart enough to recognize that. And some of us are not smart enough to recognize What's your point? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Your spouse is not your enemy. But sometimes if you're not careful, you're going to think that's who your enemy is. I can't believe he said that to me. I can't believe she said that to me. I can't, right? Right? So now all of a sudden you're getting all jacked up over stuff. Remember last week? You can be angry over things that aren't even real. Have you ever done that before? Well, sure, I've been, I've been angry over stuff that I found out. Why was I mad about that? That was crazy. But it still happens. He can come in. He can destroy. If, 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 he, if he could destroy your marriage, he'll do everything he can because he, right off the bat, that, that, just, that kills right on down the line. Your marriage, your kids, your job, your family, it gets in the church, everything. It just, it just, it's just a cascading effect. That's why I preach to you, and I'll continue to preach to you. Divorce is not an option. Just rule it out. It's not an option. What, there are biblical reasons. Don't go there with me. You understand my they're biblical reasons, but it don't, don't entertain those ideas. Just as a general rule. Have y'all been around somebody that's negative? All time negative. All time something's always wrong, always complaining, mad at the world. I wonder what they've been thinking on. What have they been thinking on? 
Have y'all looked outside? Some of those, Ollie sent me the picture of the rainbow. So who else? Some of y'all sent me that picture. Who else was it? Two people. This rainbow above, over above Harbor Freight? Is that where it was? Ollie, above Harbor Freight? It's amazing. It's a tr- I mean, just it, one, one end to the other. If you, just, if you have been looking outside the last couple of weeks and just looked up in the sky and you don't get some kind of joy out of that, something's wrong with you. Purple clouds, I mean, beautiful sunsets. God made all of that out of nothing. Out of nothing, He made it. Made you out of dirt. Well, except for the, the lady, He made you out of the rib. But anyway, you still got made out of dirt. Of, you don't understand what I'm saying. You do know, ladies, you came out of the. the okay. What are these people thinking on? You know, here's what. How many, of y'all, how many of y'all have thought, nobody cares? Raise your hand. Nobody cares. How many of you thought, it's me against the world? How many of you thought, I'm taken for granted? Especially mamas. I'm just taken for granted. Nobody cares. I clean this place up and it's still, right? You feel taken for granted, right? I'm not appreciated. Oh, oh, I dropped pretty careful on that. All right, we're losing people now. Don't they see what I've done? Can't they see what I've done? Nobody said a word about it. All these thoughts get going. This is the one that I, I probably... Can't you see... And I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about outside looking in. Can't you see I was hurting... I can't always see you're hurting. Guys, can you read your wife's mind? Wouldn't it be nice if we could? I'm not making excuses. You don't want to know? I can't, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm trying. What are you thinking? What were you? What were you? What have you been thinking on all last week? <clears throat> There are some things we, think we should not think on. Some of them are easy. You shouldn't be thinking about stealing. You shouldn't be thinking about pornography. You shouldn't be thinking about fornication. You shouldn't be thinking about adultery. I know someone looking at anybody. You shouldn't be thinking about those things. You shouldn't be thinking about drugs and alcohol. You shouldn't be thinking of those things. See, all these, most every sin we do begins as a thought. Who put the thought in your mind? The enemy. God didn't do it. He's trying to destroy you and your marriage and your relationships. Y'all were all right a while ago. All those things began with a thought. I had one person told me, let's make sure who's all in here. You were all adults. One guy told me, we're talking about, y'all know what for, you know what fornication is? What's fornication? Sex without marriage. marriage. Adultery, sex, illegal sex when you're married. Okay? I had this guy tell me, and y'all have heard it before. I'll be. I I think I've got. I think I've got a better way to say it that won't be as crude as I said it several times. But y'all, how how would? Well, don't do that. Don't don't answer this. How would you define sex? Do you have a way to define it? You do, don't you? Or is it sort of, it's sort of, well, mm. 
had a, a good Christian brother, and he told me that it was only sex when it involved the act of getting pregnant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the conversation. In other words, anything else is not fornication. It's just, and I'm not going to get more graphic than that. Y'all, y'all we understand what I'm saying. If, if, as, long, as long as it doesn't involve having children, anything else is good to go. This is a Christian that told me that. You know who he was. I said, you out of your mind. Well, no, not really. He, he has some justification for it, but we, we know better than that, don't we? <laughs> I don't think he'll maybe hear this. Anyway, Colossians 3, Colossians 3, 5, Colossians 3, 5, Colossians 3, 5. The Bible says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things, the sake of wrath of God, cometh on the children of disobedience. Into which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. But now put off these anger, wrath, Malice, blasphemy, and filthy communication of your mouth. These are things you don't want to be focused on. We're going to do the bad ones first, all right? Let's look at what you're not supposed to do first. We know what fornication is, right? We just talked about that. We define sex. I think, we, I think you know what it is. Uncleanness, that means moral impurity. Foulness or filthiness, uncleanness. These are all in the 1828 Webster's Dictionary app you can download on your phone for free. Inordinate affection. That just means excessive passion towards a person or an object. You can have affection for not another person. Inordinate affection. Evil concupiscence. That's desire. Evil desires. Coveting. What is coveting? What does that mean? What's coveting? Try me. You want something somebody else has, right? That's what you want. Now, I want it very desirous. You're wanting something somebody else has. I'm going to tell you this. It'll probably fade into next week, maybe. But I'm going to bet you this right here is way more prevalent among us than many other sins. I think we deny it. There's a... Man, I like that house. Gosh, I wish I had a house like that. Man, look at that car. That's a, that's a real pretty car. Man, I hate him. Got that nice car. I got a, a junky car, right? You want somebody. Man, he's got a, look how pretty his wife is. Look how handsome her husband is. Look what kind of job he has. Look what kind of job she has. Man, I, look how much money they make. All those things, wanting somebody else's stuff is coveting. You want what somebody else has. And I'm gonna tell, I will suggest to you that we as Christians, that's when we lie about the most to ourselves. It's there, but we just sort of push it down. It shows up in other, other places. Probably talk about some of that next week, maybe. 
Sort of like pride in a way, I guess. Sort of like pride. Some things we should think on, right? Some things you should think on. How am I going to spend this money? How am I going to spend my tax refund? How am I going to spend this bonus? Who you should marry? You better be thinking on those things. Caitlin, you better be thinking on those things, right? Who am I going to date? What's for supper? You better be thinking on that, you? Right? Don't you think on that? What's for supper? You can't go home all of a sudden and just say, what we're we going to eat? Well, nothing here. You got to, some things you have to think on. You have to think on them. Which church should I go to? Need to think on them. I'll tell you this. I've learned, I mean, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'll share it. I've learned that the more news I watch, the greater effect it has on my psyche. And we pretty much just, we're pretty much just Bill O'Reilly people now. 30 minutes, we're at 45 minutes, we watch that. I think it's, I think it's decent. I think he tells the truth. Y'all know people that all into this conspiracy stuff, all, what do you call in websites where it's all about conspiracy? Was it X or O or something? Somebody watches it. Q, QAnon. I'll tell you what. I think, I mean, this is my opinion. I, I, it's just an opinion. I'm not, it's not biblical. But you, find, you show me somebody that watches them a lot, and I show you somebody's mind ain't right. I don't mean they're dumb. I don't mean they're, they're evil. I'm not saying that. But it messes your mind up. All this conspiracy. What about this? What about that? You know, you, you, I'm just, and, I, and you pray for them. I, if, if you're in it, I pray for you. But it's something it, it, gets you, it gets you all jacked up in the head. All of a sudden, you have a bunker behind your house. Right? You, you think Hamas is going to come. You, you, you. By the way, we totally support Israel here. We 100%, not even 99, 100%. My opinion is, you can disagree, what Israel wants to do, Israel can do it. I'm simple. I get goosebumps. I, anyway, glory to God. Y'all see the sponge bomb, the sponge bombs they're using? Heard about that? You know the stuff you can squirt in like a hole, it foams up real big. All right, they're supposedly, I was reading, uh, they got sponge bombs, and you drop them in those tunnels, and they go in and they just sneak it off. So nobody's really killed. I mean, but nobody's gonna come out of that hole. Like we did, like we did. Where they had, we had the, the animals here in the building, we, we, we'd seal both ends anyway. So. But anyway, they're dead now up under there. But that's pretty cool. See, it just seals it off. And they got to go some other way. Israel's God's chosen people. They still are and always going to be. He has an eternal kingdom for them. It's going to be a millennial reign here on earth. That's how that is. <clears throat> don't get your mind all messed up. Please don't do that. You get angry. You get bitter. I know most of, I know quite often what I've been thinking on affects me quite a bit. Quite a bit. You know, probably if, he, he sometimes they'll tell me that have you ever been in your car going someplace and just decided, like, you know, you think you got something on your face or your nose, or whatever. So you look in the rearview mirror, you know, check yourself out. 
And you look at your face, you go, man, what's, I'll do this. So that I'll, I'll get my fingers and try to pull my eyebrows apart. <laughs> you follow me? Because I'm, I'm like this. I'm going to, I mean, no, people look, what's wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> what do you mean what's wrong with me? I mean, you, 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 okay, smooth them out. Smooth them out. There we go. There we're good. I mean, who would even want to talk to me like that? Who would even want to speak to me? Like, if, if, if they saw my face, I ain't talking to him. Right? Because he'd be afraid I'm going to hurt somebody. But see, inside of me, and we're all the same. Don't say you're, you're all the same. You get these thoughts on your mind, all of a sudden you get a scowl on your face. What do they call it? Resting, resting, resting face? Well, I mean, that, that happens. I mean, it happens to all of us. I don't want to be friends with somebody who walks around like that all the time. Do you? No. Have you noticed some people, they just draw you to them? Right? Who in here, and I'm going to embarrass somebody, okay? Who in here is not drawn to Amy? <laughs> I mean, she, I mean, who isn't? I've never heard her say anything bad. <laughs> I, I said that was, that was her husband choking, but you, you need, <laughs> need a cough drop. Anyway, but I, I haven't, right? But you know, if I'm in a bad mood, I want to talk to her. If I'm feeling, I don't mean, come on, I ain't hitting on your wife, man. Anyway, I want to, I want to talk to her because she'll make me feel good. Right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we understand. If you want to have friends, you need to be friendly. I think. <clears throat> I think. <laughs> now listen, listen. I know like some people are hurting here today. Some people got pains, aches and pains. I'm not, I'm not talking about when you have physical pains. You can have mental pains as well. I'm not, I'm just trying to say as a general rule, you don't need to be walking around mad at the world all the time. We prayed today, we prayed today. Uh, we always ask him for stuff over here. And so one of the men prayed today. We just thank God for his goodness, what he's done for us. So if you get, get that back in your mind, you might be might help you out. <clears throat> I'll tell you, go to 1 Thessalonians 5, 15. 1 Thessalonians 5, 15. 5, 15. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. You know, God, y'all got that verse. I called you and left a message about a verse to read. You know, pretty much God's going to take care of things. You ain't got to take care of everything. God's going to take care. He's going he's to make it feel. He's going to let the feel out. Don't you get involved. And I got, we talked about, I love these movies, revenge movies. But, and we, you think about, all of us probably think about revenge sometimes. But the Bible says don't, don't do that. Don't, don't render evil for evil unto any man. That's not just believers. Any man. Don't do that. Not going to be good for you. I was thinking about, uh, uh, I used to, I used to uh, a long time ago, I was going to be a policeman a long time ago, and, and uh, I, I was at Danville Community College, and I rode with the policeman, and, 
And, you know, you go out and you ride with them in the neighborhoods and or not, you know, see what it's all about. And so what do y'all think the most terrifying call was for a policeman to go on? Oh, I know. Domestic. A husband and wife fighting. That's the most terrifying call you can go on. Because when you get there, quite often, they were fighting, they turn on you. And you can get hurt bad. I saw shotguns, all kinds of stuff, but I, I can, I can, it's, it's amazing. And <laughs> it's not, I had, I had a pastor that called me a couple months ago. And he, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So and so and so and so. He said, hey, I want you to counsel somebody for me. I said, okay. He said, it's, you know, doing some things. I won't tell you too much about it, but, you know, I want you to talk to him. I want you to talk to him. You, you, you're good at that. <laughs> and so I said, well, where'd they go to church? Oh, they go to my church. I said, well, why don't you talk to them? He said, well, because what I'm going to tell them, they're not going to like. This is real life, guys. This is real where we live today. Now, do y'all think I sucked up and said I was going to talk to them? I mean, I might be a sucker, but I, I mean, I, I might be tenderhearted on some things. I might be a jerk over here. I mean, I could be old the whole realm. I said, no, they go to your church. To your people, it sounds to me like something y'all take care of. He's going to try to not get them mad at him, so he'll keep coming to his church. But then, right? I mean, y'all are that smart, aren't you? <clears throat> That's probably the hardest thing. I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about this, and I got, a, I got another good example. I got a good example here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work. It's gonna, it's gonna, I'm coming after you now. All right. No, I'm pointing to the guy in the blue shirt. <clears throat> Let's say me and Brenda, we having marital trouble. Just whatever. Okay. All right. I need somebody to talk to. I call Eric. Come over. Eric comes over, me and Brenda. This is some people would say, some women would say, what? Well, yeah, you got a guy. Right? That's unfair. Because he's got a guy's point of view. If y'all know anything about him, he's going to tell you exactly, it sort of runs in his family. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks, and he ain't going to cut any. That's why he's one of my elders, guys, because he tells me what he thinks. I think she would know it. Or what if, let's just go back to his wife, who he picked on a while ago. All right? She becomes, come help us. I'll tell you this, I ain't going to have to worry about what she's going to say. <laughs> she's going to tell just like it is. Right? You, 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 you see, the hardest, one of the hardest parts is when you get involved in some of these things like that. It's just hard because no matter what you say, you can cause problems. I, I taught y'all last week about taking sides. You got to be real careful when you're taking sides because you can cause the marriage to split. I didn't say right or wrong. You just got to be careful of those things. Glory to God. <clears throat> you get blamed for stuff you didn't even, didn't even do. 
Sometimes your thoughts can go so far, you can get so, you can get so far off track that you've fallen off the edge. And I don't think at that point any man or woman can bring you back. When you when you you've lived with something for a long time, all these all these imaginations, you know, in your mind, and, and all this this and that and the other, true and untrue, whatever. But there's one person could bring you back. Amen. Only one, that's the Lord. I'm not sure, and I could be wrong on well, I could, no, I'm, not, I'm not wrong on this. I don't, I don't understand at this point in my life how two Christians can get divorced if it's outside biblical guidelines. Christians forgive. You're a Christian, aren't you? Now, I'm not saying you get beat up. I mean, if, if your husband's, yeah, there, there's some things I told you. If, if any of you ladies are getting beat up, just come see us. We'll send a crew out there and we'll take care of stuff. You don't deserve to get beat up by a man for crying out loud. There's there, there situations, but as a general rule, two Christians should be able to forgive and move on. Are you a Christian? You should. I mean, that, you pray about that. See what you come up with. Unbelievers, don't, they don't forgive too much. Unbelievers hold it and hold it and hold it, have a hard time. i got to believe, as a born-again Christian, your thoughts have carried you way over here somewhere, and you're all jacked up by what's going on. Nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you, all that kind of stuff. i got to believe, if you've got the Holy Spirit living in you, he's going to talk to you. He's going to say, wait a minute, come back, come back. What you believe in ain't true. What, you, what, what happened ain't true. <clears throat> Or it's not how you perceive it. Don't let your thoughts. How many of, you have, have, how many of y'all had thoughts about a situation and you got upset about it, then found out later that what you believed to be true was a lie? How many times has that happened? Over and over. And don't you go, gosh, I got tricked again. I got tricked again. I got tricked again. That happens to me. But you don't know because I don't tell you about it. You don't either, so you don't tell anybody. You just sort of, golly, that, that girl tricked me. I didn't know all that was going on. Anyway, <laughs> I can pretty much, I'll bet you that I could look at y'all's face and tell you sort of what you've been thinking about, what's been good or bad. <clears throat> right? Now, you've got all kinds of reasons. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't have a bad thought. I'm just saying, though, you can't live there, man. You can't, you, you've got too much good going, going for you. <laughs> you don't mean people be scared of you. You see people you're afraid to speak to because you're afraid to lash out at you? I mean, you're afraid. Have you seen people you didn't want to speak to because you're afraid they're going to say something bad to you? Is it just me? All right, make sure you go. I don't. Mm, I don't think I'm going to speak. But see, that just feeds them, because now they think you don't like them. Now they think, well, there's another person against me. No, go look in the mirror. 
And I don't mean that to be funny. I'm not, I mean, it is. I mean, it sort of is because we joke about it. But, you know, it's how, how you approach your people around you. <laughs> and every one of us have plenty of reasons. We have plenty of reasons that we could be upset about things and have evil thoughts. Amen. What have you been thinking all day long? What have you been? Oh, let's get positive. Ephesians 5:17. Ephesians 5:17. We're going to go positive now. Ephesians 5:17. <clears throat> Ephesians 5:17. The Bible says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. What's the Lord's will? I've taught on it. It's in the Bible. To be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's God's will for your life, to be born again. To become a Christian and come to the knowledge of the truth. You can be a Christian and not have the knowledge of the truth. That's why we teach on rightly dividing. I believe that is the knowledge of the truth there. It's what I believe. Helps you understand the Bible way more. 17, 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Some preachers I hear, they say anytime wine's in the Bible, it's not talking about alcoholic wine. What in the world Bible are they reading? Let's just try it here. And be not drunk with grape juice. I mean, man, you got to drink a whole bunch of Welshies to get drunk. Wine, wine is wine. Wine is wine. Don't get drunk on wine. Y'all know better than that. The Bible talks about having a little wine for your stomach and what, it, what, it, what ails you. Anyway, speaking to yourselves in what? In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. One thing that uh, Alan used to do, he still does sometimes, you'd be around him, he'd be singing a song. Sing a song. It's sort of uplifting. I think things go pretty good for him. Think so? Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today we pray, giving thanks always for all things. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. What's submitting? Who in here likes to submit? Raise your hand. Who loves to submit? Raise your hand. I thought I saw your hand. <laughs> she was scratching her head. I said, oh my gosh, she, surely she can lie in church. I mean, nobody likes to submit. I'm sorry, make it hurt your stomach. I'm sorry. Nobody likes to submit. Do you? I don't mean agree with somebody. Submission means you don't agree, but you go along. Go to work tomorrow and tell your boss, I'm not going to submit to you anymore. I'm not going to do what you told me to. How do you work at your job, Rodney? You'd be going, I tell you. I, I'm not going to do that. I want you to go, no, I don't, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this over here. You remember my story about that guy? Remember the guy? I, I'm going to tell it again. I, I, I want Juan to hear this. He, he needs to hear this, catch him up to speed with all of us. Remember the guy that worked in that uh, building place, that houses and stuff inside? 
and we went and played paintball with him. This guy, he had probably, I mean, it was 10 of us, and, he, and, and whatever he did, he could get every man all that came on this, the van to go play paintball at Greensboro. They would do whatever he said. He would orchestrate, okay, you go behind that bunker, you go over here, I'll take this shot, I'll go. You know, y'all know what paintball is for, right? You run around trying to shoot, okay? Every guy followed him, and they would die for him. They'd take, they take the paint to protect him. I saw it. I was there. I said, what in the world this guy got going on? And so I go back to the guy who owns the company, and I said, why in the world ain't this guy, you, you, he, why, ain't he, why ain't he a boss down here? You got nobody to be the plant manager? Why ain't he the plant manager for crying? These guys will die for him. He said, well, that's a very simple, very simple answer. I said, well, what? He said, he won't listen to me. He said, I'll tell him what to do, like how to put the roof on and how to do what you're going to do that day. And he'll have all the guys around him. And as soon as I walk off, he'll tell them, we're not going to do what he said. We're going to do it my way. The guy could probably make $150,000 a year if he just had done what the boss said. I'm going to do it my way. Stay broke. I saw it. Know how it is. See, that he was not submitting to his boss. Correct? That's so all I had to do was say, yes, sir, we're on it. Uh-uh, y'all come here. We ain't gonna, we're going to do it different. I, he don't really know what he's talking about. Just imagine how that goes. Could have been a plant manager, but it's not. Now, <laughs> I probably should. Well, should I, should I not? Should I carry on or not? Next verse, it gets pretty tough, verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. We're going to go there anyway. Even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands and everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Your husband is supposed to lead your household. You have been told, we've been told over and over and over by the world that a marriage is a 50-50 proposition. That is a lie straight from hell. There is no marriage that's 50-50. Somebody's going to call the shot. There is no such thing as a 50-50 marriage because then nothing ever gets done. I want to do this, you want to do that, so we ain't going to do anything. In every marriage, somebody's ahead. Every marriage, somebody is ahead. You can't otherwise, and you got two heads, that's like a monster. We got a two-headed marriage here. Woo, think, you know, think about that. How freaked out that is. There's no marriage, it's 50-50. What's the Bible say? Do what the Bible says. Do what the Bible says. Well, I'll show you this now. There may be men, there may be husbands here today. You know, you can't you can't lead your house unless your wife is in submission to you. You can't go in, I can't go into Brennan and hit her over the head with a bowling pin, no, a, a pizza pin, a frying pan, and say, you, come on, I'm the boss, you hush up, girl. Do what I say. That ain't going to work. I can't, I can't demand my headship to her. I'm, when's the last time one of y'all, when y'all are younger, said, I'm the head? I'm the, that, how'd that go for you? You will not, you can, you, you can only be the head which God has called you to be as a husband if your wife is in submission to you. 
Only way to do it. No other way. You can't go and make it happen. You know, how are you going to lead somebody if nobody's going to follow you? Who are you leading? You're out for a walk. <laughs> come on. Come on. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the head. Come on, Brenda. And I'm walking. She's back over here somewhere. I ain't no head of nothing. I'm just taking a walk. I wonder if we did it like the Bible said. Gosh, I wonder if it would work. I wonder if that would work. Men and women, we, we believe in complementarianism here. We, women pastors are not, it's, in, it's incorrect. The Bible very, very plainly talks about that. Going against scripture. Um, men and women, husbands and wives have separate roles, uh, different roles, but we need each other. We need each other. Nothing like Nothing like a, a good situation where the husband's ahead and the wife's in submission to him. He loves her. See, like I said, he can't lead unless she submits to him. It ain't going to work any other way. It takes both parties. It'll work every single time. Let's get back to the subject. Colossians 3. Colossians 3. 12. Colossians 3.12. Colossians 3.12. This is, this is good. This is instructions here. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, patience, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. I used this last week. If you're in here today and you, haven't, you need to forgive somebody you haven't, I mean, the nerve of you. Jesus Christ forgave every one of your sins. He, he died on the cross for every one of your sins, past, present, and future. And you're going to sit around and say, well, I'm not going to forgive him. I'm not going to forgive her for whatever reason. How do you stand before the Lord and say that? You can't. I want to see that day. As a Christian, you go to heaven and you go there. And I just, I'd love to be there. Well, no, I probably wouldn't want to either. But anyway, and you look at Jesus or whatever and say, and that gets brought up. I don't know. You're, you're, you're born again. I mean, you're a Christian. Did you forgive so-and-so? No, I didn't do that. I, I just wonder how that's all going to work out. I, I, I don't know how it's going to work out. And above all these things, verse 14, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to, to the which also you're called in one body and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, the word of God dwell in you, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. We just read something very similar to that, didn't we? And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And there that is again, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands. Right, right there it is again, two times it wrote. That's good for somebody. Anyway. Probably one of the hardest things in the world to do. 
Probably one of the hardest things in the world to do is to submit to somebody else. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not, in your, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Trust him, acknowledge him, he will direct my path. I don't think, what's interesting to me, I don't believe, see God don't give you instructions for everything. You just walk it out. You, you just keep doing what you're doing, and you walk it out. All of a sudden, you go left, you go right. you go. I, that's how he guides you. That's my opinion. I mean, he may give you specific instructions. I, I don't know about all that. He could, I guess. But he just directs your path. I think it's very important for you, him to be directing your path. So what are you going to think on? <coughs> you got several things to think on in here. I'm going to give you one that's just so simple. I, don't, I, I think even... Even Ella could do it. I ain't going to say that. Glory to God. I was going to say even Travis could do it. I didn't want to say that. Okay. If you can just take the time just to step outside your house and just look at the mountains, just look at the sky, look at the, the big, beautiful moon some nights, the stars, the, the sunsets like they're on fire. If you can just, just think on that just a while. The greatness of God and what he did. The greatness of what he did. I think that would calm, do so much to calm your mind and calm your thoughts down. And you've got to understand, please, that bad thoughts did not come from God. God's thoughts are to Get rid of them and forgive. <clears throat> I'm still convinced today that there are people that are sick, got all kinds of problems in their body, in their mind, because they're walking around in unforgiveness. They, they haven't forgiven somebody. They, they got hurt really bad. I'm not saying they didn't get hurt. I ain't, I ain't saying that they, they shouldn't be angry or upset about things. I, yeah, you, you get hurt, man. You're going to be angry and upset. But what are you going to do with it? You're going to carry it around in your back the rest of your life? Like, look what, look what she did to me. Look what happened to me. Look what you, you can't do that. No matter what it is, it's just not going to pay for you. It's not going to pay at all. It's just going to destroy your life, the people around you. You don't want that, do you? You don't want that, do you? Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is absolutely true. Help us, Lord, control our thoughts. Help us recognize where the thoughts we're having are coming from. Some thoughts are reality and some are good. And we're going to think on good things, Lord. What you've done for us, as we talked earlier in the service, how much you loved us. Loved us so much that you sent your son. And just by our believing in Jesus Christ, his death and his burial and his resurrection, what he did for us, his blood washes us whole, washes us clean. And it's our faith in him, our faith in him, our trust in him that gives us eternal life. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Glory to God.